Hush Hush contains explicit sexual content. It is not for people under the age of 18. Naughty. Swingers up. Orgasm. Dominatrix. Turned on. I love it. Rough, raw, and in a way dirty. It's always erotic. Screaming in ecstasy. You're listening to Hush Hush with Natasha, where I have intimate conversations about sex. I'm very excited. You're listening to Natasha and The Sex Files. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Sarah, who has come to share with us her story of a swingers club, her first experience and some subsequent experiences after that. Sarah, I'm so excited to have you in the studio. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now, we had a long chat on the phone, which I think lasted almost an hour. It was absolutely fascinating and eye-opening. And the beautiful thing about looking at you is you're just this gorgeous woman you've you know simple and arrived and you've just got this amazing story that of 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 a sexual story that is so empowering and it's really exciting that you're going to get to share this with us (laughs) so let's start at at the well was certainly not at the beginning but somewhere around the fact that you decided to have a three-year sex hiatus why um I think uh, I'd, I'd gone through a fairly difficult time and um, uh, three years previous and sort of put on a bit of weight and wasn't feeling 100% attractive and had some stuff to sort through in my head. Um, and, um, you know, we don't need to go into the detail. That was just a bit boring, a little bit of stuff. We all go through our stuff. Um, and ostensibly what I did was I kind of worked from the inside out and sort of, you know, patched myself up on the inside and then started sort of working out and, you know, losing a little bit of weight and feeling a bit better. And after three years, I sort of realised that I'd had enough of this. Um, Three years is a long time. Three years is a long time. And (laughs) it's a very long time. But I'd gotten to the stage where I didn't even really want to have sex with myself. So I just kind of lost, um, you know, I think sex begets sex, you know, and confidence begets confidence and activity in general sort of begets you know activity and I think um, for me I just sort of shut that part of myself down and I'd sort of decided that I'd had enough um, and I wanted to have sex and um, was it quite practical for you very functional so it's practical it's just like this is what I want this is what I'm going to go and get 100% and so I started looking at the options and I decided that I wasn't ready for online dating just yet I didn't actually want to have a conversation with a man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just Fair enough. wanted to have sex. Um, I looked into uh, potentially hiring a gigolo or a male prostitute. And do they exist? They do. Um, and they're very expensive. Who are they? Um, I didn't actually look into the price of a female prostitute, but I imagine that, well, I mean, so the, I think the going rate for a male prostitute is around $400 for an hour or two. Um, that's enormous. That's exorbitant. I think so. Um, I can think of a lot of ways that I'd like to spend $400. Um, And, you know, being a female, you know, I I remember sort of seeing a cartoon years and years and years ago. And it was a naked little girl and a naked little boy sort of standing in front of each other, showing each other their bits. And the little girl, the little boy was like showing the little girl her um, penis, his penis, and saying, look what I've got. Uh, sort of all very proudly and um, the little girl sort of looked at it and went, well, that's great, but with one of these I can get as many of those as I want. 
<laughs> That's a very good point. Um, so did you sort of, do you believe in that? Do you think that, you know, if you're as a female, sex is easy to come by? I definitely think we have a lot more um, options in terms of, you know, because sex is permission-based or it should be. <laughs> um, I think, you know, and, and generally it's the because there's a – in heterosexual sex, there's an entry, right, of a penis into a vagina. And so there's got to be a permission around that. Absolutely. And so I think that, uh, and, and that exists in homosexual sex as well. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, I think women do have a lot more sort of choices. And I think, you know, for a lot of women, you know, they could potentially walk down, you know, the street, not the one that we're on at the minute, but, you know, the street in general and sort of say, you know, quite blatantly to, you know, anyone that's about, would you like to have sex with me? And, you know, they'd probably have, you know. They'd probably get a yes. They'd probably get a yes at some well, point. Well, people without... just think, when am I ever going to be offered sex by somebody in the, you know, in the, the street, street ever Yeah, again? right. <laughs> so... I mean, I, I think, I think they'd, just, they'd leap at it for the, for the bucket list. So you had this problem, looked into the gigolo, and then decided what was your decision then? Um, that was just a little bit outside my, my budget. Fair enough. Um... And I kind of, I was like, oh, is an hour going to be enough after three years? <laughs> Another very good point. Um, so I looked into swingers clubs, which I'd sort of heard of through um, a couple of different friends that kind of walk on the wild side. And um, they weren't too far from where I live. So I looked into those and I spoke to a couple of people, but um, most people were very kind of reluctant to talk about their experiences. Um, and didn't really share too much with me about what it was like. And I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to do this. And I planned it out. So I had another function at some point uh, in the coming weeks. And I knew it was going to be the sort of function that there was going to be a lot of French champagne flowing. So I decided that I'd go to that and fill my boots and then take myself off to the, the swingers club. So you went as a single female, which is very unusual. Yes, and a bit intimidating. And um, I, I could have gone with a friend, I guess. The um, There's a name, isn't there, for single females that go? They call them unicorns. They call them unicorns. Is there a particular reason why they're called a unicorn? Well, I guess just that they're very magical and rare, beautiful, okay. beautiful beasts. <laughs> which I think is very appropriate, really. Um, so you arrived there. Did, were you Were you nervous? Of course. So you felt like there was a bit of adrenaline going. Of course. I was like um, completely petrified. I was like, what am I going to walk into? Is it going to be, you know, a bunch of people beating each other up? Is it going to be, you know, all men? Is it going to be, um, yeah, I was, is it going to be all couples? Um, and when you got there, were there, was there somebody at the door? There was somebody at the door. They greeted me. I said to them, look, I'm here on my own. It's my first time. They welcomed me warmly. They said, oh, you know, the bar's upstairs. Um, take your drinks up there and, you know, somebody will look after you. Um, so there's a fee. Okay. Um, I think... Obviously not $400. No. I think <laughs> I paid... It might have been $50. Okay. All right. Far more reasonable <clears throat> and far more um, repeatable. Yeah, well, also a little bit less risk, right? Mm. So if I didn't like it, I'd walk in, paid $50 and go home if I don't like anything that I saw there or didn't want to be there anymore. Were there lots of people? There weren't a lot. There was probably about a dozen, maybe 20. Okay. So 
and were they all quite friendly? Yeah. Yeah, and they were um, sort of curious to know more about me. They're like, oh, you know, who did you come with? I said, oh, I'm on my own. And they were like, wow. Right, so they thought you were pretty brave. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people were like, this is this is a, a big a big thing for this lady to come here on her own. So they know? were kind. Very kind, very sweet. Um, and very mixed bag of people, like in terms of um, physical attributes as well. So, you know, there's some younger kind of people who are, you know, um, aesthetically pleasing, like very good looking types. And then there were some older people that, you know, I didn't particularly find attractive. And I'm just talking about the physical aspects, of course. But there are no same-sex couples, are there, in the swingers clubs? Um, Not males. Not males. So you can go with another girl. Yep. Um, I went, and I can talk about this later if you like, but there was a subsequent time that I went with a male and a female. So I took two dates. <laughs> okay, perfect. So when you when you arrived, you, you you went upstairs to go and get your drinks and then and then what happened? So I mean, obviously you didn't know what you were doing and you didn't know where you were. So how do you then, you know, did you want to watch? Did you did you want to engage? What happened after that? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit like going to a party on your own, you know. There's um so the setup of the club is um it's a couple of levels. So there's two clubs in Sydney that I know about, there may be more. Um and both of them are not, you know, too different, like um, several levels um, up, you know, one's got a spa, you know, there's a couple of sort of closed rooms, open rooms, there's a little bit of a playroom, there's a bar. Why would there be a closed room? Um, so in one of the clubs there's a closed room and um, I think that's just for couples who potentially want to go and have sex privately but kind of get off on the live porn aspect, I suppose, at okay. a club. So some people go and they don't participate. Okay. Um, so you might have a couple that goes and exclusively only have sex with each other, um, but they go to kind of get off on the vibe around them. So that first time, where did you, where did, how did, what, what was your experience? Where did you land up? Yeah, so I walked upstairs to the bar. Um, I was a little bit pissed <laughs> and uh, walked upstairs to the bar and had a drink, maybe more, um, to try and get up some Dutch courage to go and, you know, talk to a few people, introduce myself. Um, had a bit of a wander around and it was quite late, I think, in the evening. I think it was maybe about midnight. Um, and these things tend to kick off, I think, around, you know, 9, 10 um, and then finish up about 2 or 3. Um and I kind of wandered around and just had a look at what was going on and there's a little bit of activity between different couples and so forth. Um, I went into the spa and um, sat down and chatted to a group of people that were sitting in the spa. Um, I think I might have had a patch with one of the girls in there. Um, and then, you know, I was still sort of quite nervous. So I, I remember um, sort of wandering around and kind of not really knowing what to do with myself and then I happened to uh, upon a couple that were in a room with an open door so open doors mean that you can you know go into the place and um, go into the room and you know uh, potentially there's going to be an invitation to participate so um, what I do know about uh, swingers clubs is that you know just because you have permission to, to kiss doesn't mean that you have permission to do every, anything else so you have to kind of go step by step you know is it okay to do this is it all right if i do this is it okay if, yeah so um because somebody might be okay up until penetration you know or they might be okay up until you know kissing and that's it 
So I went in and um, I was watching this couple having a good time and um, I asked if I could kind of, you know, get involved. And um, So when they were having a good time, what exactly were they doing? Well, they were fucking, like they were having sex and um, they were a couple. Um, okay. So they were a, a tight couple. They were like, I'm not sure if they were married, but, you know, for all intents and purposes may as well have been. Um, and they were very friendly and warm to me and I, um, you know, kind of had a bit of a play with both the girls, uh, the girl and the guy, just a bit of a kiss and a fondle and a massage and, you know, stroking and so forth. And then, um, you know, asked if I could fuck the man and, um, both of them were like, yes. <laughs> okay. So that was a good result. So that was a good result. Um, he was rather well endowed and knew what he was doing and, um, you know, Basically gave me what I was looking for, which was an orgasm. Um, did she participate, or did she sit on the sidelines and watch? I while think this she was, was sitting Can on you the sidelines. Yeah, I, I have troubles remembering for a couple of reasons. One, because I was lost in the moment, and two, Fair because enough. I'd had quite a bit to drink at that point. Um, so I, I don't remember what she was doing. I just remember that I was getting a really good fuck, um, and and thinking, why have I left it so long? <laughs> That moment when you suddenly went, oh my. fun! My God, my vagina works. <laughs> well, I think that—that's the whole. That was the whole point of the exercise for you, yeah. wasn't it? It was just like a, to wake up. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was really nice to know that I could have an orgasm again, um, and um, to be penetrated was, you know, you know, it was just a really satisfying thing. So. Do they use condoms? Yes, of course. So, um, the places are littered with um, uh, clean condoms, like. Not, you know, not used ones. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, there's a lot of lube kind of hanging around. And, you know, so they, um, my understanding is that swingers clubs are probably one of the safest places that you're going to go to have sex. Um, you know, I, I've never seen any guy having sex with a woman there without a condom. You used a term. Yes. What's that term that you used? Yeah, they... stealthing. So um, what I don't know is if there's anything like stealthing going on where what does that a mean? man removes a condom without your knowledge. Okay. So, um, uh, you know, perhaps you're in doggy style or something like that and, you know, you've seen him put a condom on but then he might take that off without your knowledge okay. and thereby having unsafe sex. So you need to just keep your wits about you to some degree so that yeah, you know what's going on. Yeah, You've been back you, – you, you, I mean, after that experience, you went home and you were yep. thrilled and happy yep. and delighted and then actually went back, subsequently went back quite a few times. Yes. So when you went back, did you go back on your own? Um, yeah. So over the course of about 18 months, I probably went back um, to the clubs and I, I discovered I had a preference for one of the clubs, just, you know, the vibe, the people and so forth. But I probably went back about six times in 18 months. Um, what happened during those six times? I, had, I say it like I said, like that, like something different's going to have yeah. happened. But I'm curious about what it was different what it kind every of... time. It was different every time. Um, because, you know, you have a different um, group of people, so there's different dynamics. You have different... There's been times when I've been to the club. I, so I, to answer your question, yes, I did go back on my own. Mostly I preferred that. But I, I'm i the sort of person that I like to pre I prefer to travel independently. So I've done a lot of travelling through 26 different countries, mostly on my own. Um, I guess I'm a bit of a lone wolf in a lot of ways. Um, I just like to have the freedom to 
stay, if I want to stay or go if I want to go, um, both in terms of travelling and also in terms of the Swingers Club because it's very much um, for me about the vibe's got to be right. Like I have to feel, I have to be feeling it. Like I'm not just going to go there. Say if I, I suppose it's like anything, you know, if you go to a party of any kind, um, you know, there's some days when you go to a party and you'll stay till three o'clock chatting, you know, and having a wonderful time. And there's times when you go to a party and you're like, oh, I'd just really rather be at home in bed. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> and the times that you you went back, was it always with, did you know, was was the, the swinging always with a couple or would you find that, that you would land up with two men or, you know, or, or was it always with couples? Um. So the situation, again, changes inside the club. So sometimes I went on my own and sometimes I went um, with a date. Um, I, w- when you're there, like the situation might be that, and so I'm bisexual, so um, it might be that I'd hook up with one man or more. might be that I'd hook up with a woman. Um, it might be that I'd hook up with my date and a woman or, you know. But you and your date always stay together. Would the date go off and his do his thing or her yeah, thing and you would do your thing? Um, always kind of keeping an eye on each other just to check in and make sure that, you know, they're okay, I'm okay. Um, and, you know, I would expect that my date would take me home and see me home safely, you know. Absolutely. Not necessarily to come home and have more sex, but... You know, if we go together, we leave together as far as I'm concerned. So, you know. Is there a highlight experience? Is there, out of those six, is, yeah. there, is there something that was just like that, that you know, you, you go back into your mind? Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. Um, so I met a guy online who was a, um, used to be a stripper, very good looking guy, like one of those sort of, you know, um, companies of strippers that um, tour, you know, internationally. Um, very good looking man. Um, personality-wise, we weren't a good match, but that didn't really matter. <laughs> I said to him, I'd like to go to a swingers club. Would you like to come with me? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So he he was very experienced um, and um, he'd been to swingers clubs before and, you know, um, private orgies and, you know, and I suppose being a, a touring stripper, you know, had lots of interesting sexual experience. So I certainly was, um, what's the saying, wet behind the ears. <laughs> um, turned up to my house. We kind of, you know, had a bit of a conversation, a drink and got to know each other a little bit. I think we might have gone upstairs and had um, sort of a, a pre-game sort of fuck. <laughs> And then we went to the swingers club and um, he was driving. I remember he was driving and he was a complete gentleman actually, you know, in so far as, you know, kind of like paid my way and, you know, um, and, you know, took me upstairs and was like, you know, I'll, I'll keep an eye on you all night and just make sure you're okay. Um, and he and I played together and then, you know, other people were kind of coming in and um, sort of playing with us. Um, but I remember there was a woman... I think I was going down on him and there was a woman who was um, on, she was going down on me and um, and I, I was just sort of screaming in ecstasy and just, yeah, that was a, a real, that was an amazing orgasm actually. Memorable. <laughs> Very memorable. And um, after that, the, the young girl um, who was going down on me, she'd swapped numbers with my date towards the end of the night thinking that we were uh, more of a couple and um 
she wanted to see me again and um, he was trying to <laughs> he was trying to pick her up and she was trying to pick me up via him and so he kind of gave me her phone number um, in a bit of a huff and <laughs> I said she wants you and I was like oh okay that's that's good and then her and I actually started seeing each other um, for quite some time after that and we would go to swingers clubs and she'd leave her boyfriend um, who um, at home um, so she was with her boyfriend on the night we would go together and, you know, she, she was 20 years younger than me. So um, we were kind of a bit of a... Um, an item. An, yeah, a bit of a draw card, I think. Okay. Um, so people were quite curious to know a bit more about us um, as individuals and how we'd kind of come to be at the club together. So you, you, your, your experience was positive. Would you go? 100%. Would you go back to a swingers club again? Yeah. So it's something that you are very comfortable with, and you know, it's it, and it was safe. A hundred percent safe. Okay. Yeah. So there was like, safe. There was safety. People were really there. friendly as well, and there's lots of different levels of experience going into that club. So there's people who have been around the traps, you know, for years and years that are doing that kind of thing, and um, I imagine that they're probably all sick of looking at each other, you know. Or not looking at each other, the case were. Um, and then there's, um, you know, people who are really green, you know. Like I met a lot of couples who um, it was their first time and I'd sort of reassure them, you know. I'd be like, oh, you know, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And, you know, quite often it would be the gentleman's idea and the woman sort of, you know, might be going to, um, I suppose, appease um, her yeah, husband. And... Um, but it was interesting to me because you get kind of one of, well, there was a few scenarios, but one scenario would be like the, it was the guy's idea and he wasn't sort of really um, counting on the fact that she was probably going to get more attention than him. And um, I did see a couple of little spats happen in the club where, you know, potentially the guy was a bit sort of paved off because, you know, she was like getting lots of offers for sex from both men and women and, you know, he may have not been getting quite the number of, you know, opportunities. opportunities. Oh, how interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the spat the in the swingers club. Yeah. Well, we've come to the end of the interview and it's been really interesting just finding out what that first journey is yeah. like for people who might want to go and what they can expect. Because as you say, lots <clears> of people don't really want to share that first experience or what goes on. It's kind of, you know, what stays on tour, what goes on tour, stays on tour. So I think thank you so much, Sarah, for sharing with us. And um, I look forward to to interviewing you again about your other experiences that you've had. You've been listening to The Sex Files with Natasha. We'll be back with another fantastic interview. You've been listening to Hush Hush with Natasha. Do you love this? If you did, share with your friends. Everybody needs to be entertained, learn something new, and explore the world of sex. Hush, hush. Shh.